Thunder Media. Welcome to Inside Motorsport, Tony Whitlock and Craig Ravella. We we're joined by the reigning champion of CCR because this weekend they're all up to Tasmania again for the opening round of the 2023 season. Welcome, Tony Calberto. Thanks, boys. Thanks for having me. It's wonderful, mate, and I imagine that you must be pretty excited. I'm carrying the number one now, not number 50, as you have been for a number of years. Back with David Wall, back with a Honda Civic Type R. Uh, it all bodes well for a, a, another great year for you. Oh, look, we hope so. Um, yeah, there hasn't been a lot of change. We're in the same car, same team, same engineer, same combination. Uh, but yeah, we've just changed the number on the side, which, you know, you don't, you don't get these opportunities very often to, to celebrate and run the number one. And we're really proud of what we achieved last year. And thought, why not? Might as well put the number one on the door and remind people who won the title last year. And um, you know, I think they're they're all going to be hunting us down this year. That, that's for sure. But um, we might as well celebrate and, and run that number one for the year. Now, the interesting thing about this year, of course, is that while uh, you certainly will have some factory support from Honda, uh, Hyundai are thereabouts in having factory support. Audi, um, well, they certainly uh, sell some cars to MPC. Um, but the fascinating thing is that there's a bunch of guys who've been knocking on the door. And these are guys, Tony, you've been racing against, some of them for three or four years, most of them for two or three. Michael Monte, Lachlan Manit, Zach Suter, um, and a number of others who all seem to have bought bigger guns for the new season. These are all people, uh, and, and including, of course, MPC with, with a number of these new Audis, which last year, uh, Proved to be particularly potent weapons, I would think, uh, Tony. Yeah, I mean, the Audi last year was the car to beat, and to be honest, should have won the championship. Um, you know, if it wasn't for a few crashes and shunts, you know, they they definitely had more raw pace than what we did in the Honda. Not every round, but probably more consistently. Um, but you're right, you know, someone like, uh, you know, Zach Suti's been running the Honda, same with Clemente, and they've decided to you know, uh, move away and, and, you know, upgrade their equipment, so to speak. So those guys are definitely going to make a jump this year. I spent a lot of time with Zach because he was pretty much running alongside the wall racing crew. And, um, you know, they, he can drive. You know, there's no absolutely no doubt about it. And um, he's going to be really quick this year. And him and his dad, they, they run a really good show. Even though it's a family-run team, They you wouldn't know it. You know, like they, they leave no stone unturned and, the preparation of that car will be every bit as good as what MPC turn out. So it's going to be a few Audis on the grid, but um, and then not so many Hondas, only myself. So I'm sort of uh, up against it a little bit. But, um, you know, I think that continuity does help. You know, we've we, you know, got a lot of experience with the Honda now. We, we, there's a new tyre this year. So if we do need to make changes or shift the balance, we sort of do have quite a bit of experience how to do that. Um, so it's not all bad, um, and and the best thing about the Honda over the last three seasons, three or four seasons, has been just reliability. You know, the thing just uh, touch wood. I'm touching wood right now, guys. Um, you know, we haven't had any mechanicals, so that's a that's a real credit to the team, but also for Honda. Wonderful thing about the series is that there have been a number of new guys, including the names we've just talked about in the Suters and Manis and Clemente, 
um, and Aaron Cameron and, and Ben Bargwan, young guys who come into the series that, unlike yourself, who proved himself in supercars and V8s and had run in different uh, ways, that you have certainly shown that uh, the series has got a great opportunity to really make another inroads into motorsport in Australia. Yeah, I think that's the beauty of TCR. Um, you've got some experienced guys in there. Um, you know, Will Brown's coming back this year as well. Uh, <clears throat> got you know, current supercar guys like him. Uh, you know, myself, Caruso in the past, Moffat in the past. You know, guys that have experience. Um, it's a very good yardstick for the Aaron Camerons, uh, Ben Bhagwanas, Jordan Cox, all these young guys that are seriously quick drivers and. You know, they've shown time and time again, you know, the last couple of seasons where they take race wins just as often as the most experienced drivers. So a lot of those young guys, like Aaron Cameron, you know, they're looking to further their career into supercars. Uh, That opportunity hasn't come just yet. Uh, But I think doing TCR just keeps showcasing their their abilities and their talents. Last year, of course, um, Zach uh, won a race down there in Tassie. um, And the other wins were with Jordan Cox and, and Jay Hansen. So it's a track that, uh, you know, doesn't hurt your car, it would seem. Yeah, I mean, in the in the past, the first year we went to Tassie, we really struggled. And then the second year, um, the BOP was adjusted and it was more favourable and our car was competitive. Um, going back there this year, it's sort of halfway in between. So uh, we're a little bit unsure how we're going to sit. But, um, yeah, we had a successful, you know, at Tassie last year, we, you know, we finished just behind Zach, um, got two podiums for the weekend. So it was a really good kickstart to our championship. And I think that's really important to try and, you know, get those strong results early on to get the momentum on your side. You know, if you start off poorly, I, I feel like it's hard to recover um, during the season. So we'll be giving it everything we got. Like I said before, we've got a new tyre to learn. Um, and I think, you know, this new tyre will only sort of help what we, how we tune our car. So I'm hoping that's going to be a benefit for us. Tony, this is the third year of Race Tasmania. And whilst the promotion for it seems to have grown every year and the understanding that it's on, this year it does seem like uh, the numbers of entries is a little bit down. And I know uh, there's been talk around about is Race Tasmania the right place to start the TCR and the the ARG Speed Series or the Shannon Speed Series at? Should it start on the mainland and then come down after uh, it's had some momentum? Look, I mean, the actual event itself is really good uh, and they do generally drag the crowd in, not as much as the cars um, do, but what we've seen at other events uh, it's comparable to to the other events here in Australia, uh, you know, in our, in our states here. Um, but the, the only thing I would say is it's very early in the year and it's very hard to get everything organised in time for this event. Um, you know, sponsorship funding, you know, whether people are buying new cars, whether they you know, arrive on time. There's a, there's a lot of factors um, that come into it that I think if, if it could get pushed back slightly, it would help the numbers. Um, I've no doubt that as the year goes on, we'll get more people back into the category. But, you know, we finished basically in December and then, you know, we're in February and we're going again. There's not a lot of time for people to get their act together, get budget signed off 
even for you know myself, even with Honda's support, we've only recently signed everything and got this deal underway. You know, so it wasn't. It was never um, just because we won the championship last year. It was it was never um, you know definite. And you know, for some of the other guys, they're working hard. And Christmas time, you know, everything shuts down. You just can't get hold of anybody. So then to have an early race, I think it's just tricky for for people to get organised in time. So that would be the only thing that I would say. The actual event itself is great. There's no doubt about it. We lo- we do love going to Tassie. I think it's a, it's a great circuit. Um, but yeah, I think maybe just timing wise could could be looked at. Has anyone asked you about getting into a Trans Am? Because that's one division that the numbers are swelling and it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. I would love to. I really would. I think um, if Honda would, <laughs> wouldn't mind going on a Trans Am, then that's where you'd find me. Um, you know, obviously, that's not going to happen, but uh, that, that's probably the restricting factor for me, you know, unless there's a, there's a drive handed out. Um, to try and raise the funding to go and do it is uh, a little tricky when most of my funding comes from Honda. So, but you know, just looking at the category, looking at how the cars are, I think they're probably the closest thing to the Gen threes in supercars, um, and I think that would you know, really help you know leading into the supercar enduros later in the year. You know, similar car, similar power, moves around, not a lot of aero. You know, it, it's it's all good stuff when you. Um, you know, you're preparing yourself for these big long-distance races and supercars later in the season. And what about preparing yourself for supercars later in the season? When do you get to jump into uh, a car and, and really get to see what the the current Gen 3 and package is like? Uh, not for a little bit just yet. Um, they've got enough on their plate trying to get uh, everything sorted. So it won't be till later in the season. I, I would suspect that I get to have a drive of the Gen 3. Certainly at the moment, they are just got so much on their plate, sorting out a few little issues and uh, making sure they're going to be, well, hopefully competitive for the first round in Newcastle. I would have loved to have gone to the test day up at Sydney Motorsport Park, but uh, they've got so much to get through that, you know, putting a co-driver in for a few laps probably isn't at the top of their priority list. So happy to sit back at the moment. I'll let Anton do all the tuning and make sure the cars are rocket ship when I jump in. Uh, you can do all the hard yards, but no, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to having a drive. I think they look great. Obviously, the, you know, there's, there's big changes and they're not going to be the same supercar that we know, but I don't think they're going to be too far different, you know, big grunt small tyre, they're going to move around more than ever. So I think they're going to be probably spectacular to, to watch and probably quite difficult to drive. And I think that's going to be pretty exciting when it gets to, you know, what the fans want and what the fans want to see. And hopefully it just makes the racing, spice it all up, you know, makes it really close. And uh, we sort of get away from that whole aero wash thing that we do experience when we go to, you know, higher speed circuits. So, um, I hope supercars can achieve what they've set out to. Um, if nothing else, the cars look amazing. So fat, so tough, way, way better than what we had before. Going back to TCR now, what's your thoughts on the announcement that we're going to see the ETCR first in Australia next year? Well, that's something that I actually spoke about 
uh, last year. They're going to introduce this year, um, which didn't happen, and I thought it was a great idea. Um, I think it's it will spice things up a little bit, and I think the way they were going to do it was because you know the category is obviously heavily heavily sort of restricted with balance of performance and the way they do that with weight and ride height and everything. I think they were going to sort of implement a system there that um, you know you could use this new system to try and balance the the balance of performance a bit more. So I think it's got huge pluses, um, and I think it'd be interesting to. To introduce into Australia, the, the biggest thing this year though for TCR is these international races. You know, having the international stars come out, I think that's going to be a really good yardstick for the Australian drivers. You know, some of these young guys might get an opportunity to go and and you know race overseas if they prove themselves. It, it just opens up opportunity and opens up doors for people, and it just sort of brings the whole TCR you know category together. I think it's that's they're going to be some really key. Key events and ones to watch. Well, Tony, I hope that the uh, weather looks after you this weekend. Uh, I'm sure with the uh, fantastic uh, schedule of, a, of categories that are running with the 5,000, the Trans Ams and TCR, that the uh, crowd should be well and truly entertained. And we wish you all the very best of luck. Great bunch of guys you're racing with, and uh, we certainly look forward to it. I, I We'll watch as much as I can. There's a, a great package on the Saturday of free-to-air, but uh, I'll have to wait till the following week to see the highlights uh, from your results. But I'll be watching to see uh, how well you do. Thanks for joining us uh, on Inside Motorsports. Tony Dalberto. Thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. And uh, I'll do my best. I'll, uh, I'll try and kick some goals this weekend and come away with a, a nice start to the championship. But, yeah, thanks for your support. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.